Hi, I'm Kale Warden. And I'm Jessica Bunn. And this is a podcast we don't have a name for yet. Yay! Oh boy, we're <laughs> here. Here we are. Yep. Welcome to my studio, this blanket fort in Glamsey Manor. Yep. Um, how do you, how do you feel? Are the accommodations uh, good enough? I mean, I wish you'd shower more. But, you well, know, listen. Can't really do anything about yeah. that. Um, I see the secretary got you some tea. That's yep, good. Yep, That's and good. I see you've got coffee, which is very topical uh-huh. for our podcast. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, we're like apples and oranges. <laughs> we <laughs> So we wanted to start a podcast that explores the the different things in our cultures that neither of us know about yeah so you'll say about like a tv show or something and i'll be like what the hell is that i've never heard of it so we go instantly to youtube and it's like it's it's one of those things where it's you know when you bring it up you're always like what do you mean you haven't heard of that (laughs) you are outraged at the things i don't know about america because it's so it's one it's america Mm -hmm. (laughs) and how dare you (laughs) uh but the the other thing is like you know you get so caught up in your own culture especially when you're growing up that you don't realize other people don't grow up the same way or don't know what you're talking about yeah for sure and because we've lived in lots of different places both apart and together i think parts of your culture that you miss that you don't see anymore and then you kind of talk about it with someone and you want them to feel it too and they don't know what you're talking about. And it's really like, oh, I want to show you this thing and I want to see this because I miss it because there's lots of different things happening here too. So we currently live in Luxembourg. We've previously lived in uh, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. New York. Uh, Liverpool. Yep. Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, Dundee. Dundee, Scotland, which is... Near Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Figuratively speaking. And literally. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not that far away. No, okay. I'm originally from Texas. And I'm originally from Liverpool. The Texas of England. Um, and we, um, I planned that. I've been planning that for a while. <laughs> that silence was me giving him a dirty look. I'm his wife. I'm allowed. Well, that's the other thing. We're married. Did oh, we say that? Yep. Uh, I don't know. Well, we are, so. We did that thing. <laughs> Sorry, fellas. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so let's start, I guess, by we want to sort of make this in a little bit of an educational podcast, not yeah. you know, not in a pretentious way, but kind of a a fun way. Yeah. Um. So we were talking about um starting with uh um uh a what have you learned segment. Mm-hmm. Have you learned anything this week? Uh-huh. So, so, Jess, how dare you? First of all, you take such big pauses. How am I supposed to I know? I am the William Shatner of podcasts. <laughs> oh, that everybody hates you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I have worked very hard for that reputation. What have you learned this week? Am I allowed to talk now? <laughs> uh, yes, please. Well, so I am currently working on my PhD. I've recently started it, and it's a PhD in comics in the 1960s. So I'm quite in a I'm in quite a good position so like, for this for learning. So like comedy, no, like stand up comedy, no, like picture books. 
Oh, the funny pages. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, some of them actually, yes. Oh. Anyway, so I'm currently working on Tintin and Asterix and how they were translated around the world. And I got a huge stack of comics from a friend and learned some really, really cool things, including that even though they were kind of rivals in the market, each magazine was advertising for the other one. And I just find mm. that really cool. It's really nice. It's almost like it's one product being exported to different countries rather than separate licenses. It's a, it, it that sort of reminds me of the the old like DC and Marvel days when everything was very it wasn't so competitive. Yeah. And like uh they used to have cross company baseball games. Uh-huh. Okay. Um I've always found that really interesting. Yeah. That is cool. Um, it's it's a thing I wish would kind of come back and yeah. kind of sh- you know especially I think it would be good for the fans mm. um, because everything is so wound up tight. Well, you look at creators that kind of move across them both now. It's quite interesting, mm. especially you know like Bendis. Yeah, it can be seen as like a a big. Um, it's either a really really good thing. Or it's utter betrayal. I know, right? <laughs> Complete traitor. But whatever you learned last week. Nothing. No, just kidding. Nothing. Um, so I watch a lot of Japanese television. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't have... We're millennials. <laughs> we're cable-cutting millennials. You are also poor millennials. We're also poor millennials, and all we can afford is an internet connection and someone else's Netflix password. <laughs> it's mine. How oh. dare you? Wow. I pay for that. So, so um, I watch a lot of, like, Common Writer and a lot of, like, Tokusatsu, which I'm sure I will explain at some point in the life of this podcast, mm-hmm. um, as well as um, a lot of, like, Japanese and, and Korean dramas in, in um, on, on Netflix. And one thing I've sort of learned, I don't, I don't speak any Japanese, um, but I barely speak English, obviously. But the, um, I've noticed in sort of reading the subtitles and then sort of hearing them speak that when, if they're addressing someone, you know, they'll, uh, so like the subtitle will say, um, Oh, how dare you, Jessica, punch me in the face. Okay. And then this is a terrible example because now I can't think of a sentence. <laughs> they, well done. So so the way they sort of do it is they, they construct the sentence and instead of saying like he or she mm-hmm. in the sentence, mm-hmm. they, they say the person's name. Right. I think. Right. I'm not. You're a big languages person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't seen any of this. So I don't think. I well, don't. I don't think you know any Japanese either. No. Um, but um, uh, I don't know. That's one thing I've noticed that makes me feel really cool because I know that you are big on languages and I'm bad at them. So anyway, it's very very small and I it may be wildly incorrect. Mm. Um, and this is a terrible example. But it's what I'm bringing to the table. Yep, that's what you've learned this week. That was the question. That's all right with it. Um, so you wanted me to go first? Yeah. 
All right. Um, I'm going to open my notes. So this part of the podcast is where we will both bring something to the episode that we want to introduce to the other person. The other one doesn't know what we're going to be speaking about this week. So we're going to choose and see how it goes. and See what happens. Yeah. Um, so for my first thing, I wanted to talk about Barney the Dinosaur. <gasps> Barney. Do you know about Barney the Dinosaur? Of course I know about Barney the Dinosaur. I have already failed <laughs> oh, no. on the first <laughs> test episode. Barney is literally, well, was my favorite thing ever. So I have videos of me and my cousin dancing in our nappies. I eat diapers to you when we were babies dancing to Barney the Dinosaur. I don't doubt that the exact same videos exist of, of <laughs> yeah. me because I, I also similarly loved Barney the Dinosaur. Because Barney the Dinosaur is great. I have a fun but sad story for you. I would love to hear it. So my cousin broke his leg when he was three and he was in the hospital for quite a long time because it was a really bad break. And Barney the Dinosaur came to the children's hospital where he was. He was super excited. But the costume was too big to fit up the staircase where Joe was, so we never got to see him. And his grandma like had to chase the guy down and was like, please, can you come see my grandson? And he just couldn't fit up that. It was really sad. Oh, no. Now, here's the other thing. I know what you're thinking. Is he going to be bringing kids television shows throughout this whole podcast? I'm planning on doing that, so. Well, the answer is yes. <laughs> Both of us are. All right. So hopefully, maybe I can teach you something about Barney. How dare you? It is not possible. I know all there is to know about Barney. Then I have utterly failed. <laughs> I thought. I, I think I might win this one. Legitimately, I thought this would be one that. Uh, again, like I, I overestimated my ability. <laughs> I was like, okay, Barney, no one, no one outside of the U.S. It has, has ever international seen appeal. In fact, we should look that up as to how many other countries it's gotten to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody has a phone around because nope. we're good, good at our jobs. Um, all right, so let me start, and uh, we'll see if we can get anywhere. Okay. We'll educate everyone else. Mm-hmm. Okay. On this absolutely pointless topic. Everybody's seen Barney. I hope, anyway. So Barney is a show about a big purple dinosaur that hangs out in schools or, like, daycare centers. Um, I you guess... You make him sound really creepy, though. <laughs> So he hangs out with a big group of kids. Uh-huh. He teaches them things like uh, the ABCs, the one, two, threes, and how to play pretend. Um, Barney also uh, brings in other dinosaur friends to help teach the children. Mm-hmm. So there's Baby Bop, who's a three-year-old green triceratops. There's BJ, who is undoubtedly the king of little kid tantrums. Well, I was going to say gross jokes. <laughs> Inappropriate humor. Right. Of children. Okay. BJ is a seven-year-old yellow protoceratops. Mm, I did not know that. There you go. Didn't either. Uh, 
And now there's someone called Riff. Riff is a six-year-old orange hadrosaur. Oh, you know, I think I might have seen pictures of him, actually. But I didn't know he was called Riff. I've never... Because they, they're still going, you know? They're still making bonds. They're not. Oh. Um, the um, I have it in my notes here, but the last episode was in 2009. Boy, I am so old. I was like, all oh, this newfangled yeah. Barney stuff nope. was 10 years ago. <clears throat> oh, dear. So here's what I remember about Barney from my childhood. It's not a lot. Um, the last time I remember watching it, I was maybe five or six. Mm-hmm. And I had found a copy of a Barney VHS tape under my grandmother's stove. <laughs> what was she trying to do with it? If she was like any other adult, she was probably trying to get rid of it. <laughs> yep, my my uncle says from babysitting us, he still sometimes hears it in his sleep, the theme tune, and he just wants to die. Do you bit. do you remember the theme tune? Bonnie is a dinosaur from our imaginations. ABCs and one two threes and how to play pretend. Barney can be your friend too if you just make believe him. No, I think that's the next line. Whoops. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. I do know that the uh, the song is based on Yankee Doodle, which oh, is yeah, old, okay, yeah, an old American, yeah, 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 battle song. Uh, I don't know. You you you'd have to tell me that. I don't know what it is. Maybe we'll say that. <laughs> say that for another episode. Um, what I remember at the beginning of the show is that the. The kids would come into the schoolyard or, or the daycare or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and through magic, Barney the purple stuffed dinosaur would become the giant yeah. Barney mascot yep. dinosaur uh, we know and love. I don't remember there being adults on the show. No, I don't think so. I think the idea is that it's a, like playtime recess for you. Okay. And they're on the playground and I think the the length of an episode is like a playtime. And they all play with Bonnie in that set and then they go back into school or whatever. I think. Because at the end of the episode, he shrinks back down. So at the end of the episode, the kids say goodbye to Barney and all his other dinosaur friends by singing the song, I Love You, You Love Me. You love me. We're a happy family with a great a big, big hug, hug and a kiss, kiss from me to you. you. Don't you say you love me too? Won't you? Say Won't you? Me? Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. And then, so then Barney shrinks down back into the plush, and the kids run into traffic because there aren't any adults to watch no, them. No, they go back into school and grow up and live wholesome lives, and it's all fine. Okay, it's it's, it's in the uh, special features on the VHS. How they all grow up? Yep. Well. <laughs> Let me since since you've already seen it, I think we might we might go ahead and skip the episode reaction part. Okay, yeah, because normally what we're gonna do is we're gonna show each other the episode or the song or whatever it's gonna be. Um, we will have extra special content of us doing these and our reactions, and then we'll Eventually. resume the podcast and talk about it and our reactions to it. Eventually, we'll do that. Yeah. We might have to work out like 
the legalese of all that. Yep. But I guess if it's a reaction video, I'm like, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny that you say the um the kids all grow up to live uh, wholesome lives. Oh no! Because two um two of the little kids from 2002 to 2004 mm-hmm. are. Disney Channel celebrities. Okay. Can you guess who they are? Are we are we 2002 to 2004? Yep. Zach Efron? Mm, you're in the ballpark. Vanessa Hudgens? It's, it's not to my knowledge it's none of the cast of High School Musical if that helps. It should be. <laughs> um I've already given you a pretty big clue by your wholesome lives comment. Oh, is it Brittany? No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's, that's weird, far like, too late. Yeah. I don't know. Tell me. So, uh, Demi Lovato um, and Selena Gomez were okay. on the show at the same time. Huh. Okay. Don't diss on Selena Gomez. She's had a, a rough year. She had lit. Liver surgery? Kidney surgery? Well, the wholesome lives thing was more about Demi Lovato, oh, who bless yeah, her. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> knocking her lifestyle. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Similarly, she's had a, a bit of a rough go yep, of it. Yep. Um. So apparently, going being on Bonnie corrupts you forever, is what you're saying. I mean, I would say the Disney Channel more than anything. Yeah, I think so. I don't think any of the Nickelodeon kids ever went off the deep end like that. Ariana Grande. Never mind. Was she on Nickelodeon? Yeah, yeah. Did oh, you know no, I didn't. She was on uh, Victorious. Mm-hmm. Never. She was a tweener, though. Yeah. It's the post-iCarly generation. Right. All right. Anyway, this is the Barney podcast. <laughs> um, so here's some facts about Barney that you might not have known. Mm-hmm. Um, a lady from Texas, from Dallas... Uh, Cheryl Leach started the show in 1987 as Barney and his backyard gang. That sounds super creepy. Uh huh. He went around beating up little kids. <laughs> um, he wore a bandana and a leather jacket, and he carried uh, Baby Bob carried a bat with nails in it Jeez. instead of the you know her trademark. I mean, it was blanket. the 80s. So, what do you do? Um. So, uh, Cheryl started the show in in Dallas. And um, I guess I guess she made like tapes, and they sort of went around. And somehow, this is now this is from Wikipedia. Uh, somehow, the tapes made it up to um, Connecticut, mm-hmm. where um, the executive producer of the Connecticut Public Television rented a, a Barney tape for his uh, his daughter mm-hmm. and. Uh, Wikipedia says that uh, she was mesmerized by it. Mm-hmm. So Rifkin uh, took it to his superiors and developed the concept uh, through PBS, mm-hmm. which is the public broadcasting system. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought this was super interesting. Rifkin thought Barney had special appeal because he's not as neurotic as Big Bird from Sesame Street. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> One way of putting it. Yeah. Um, in 1992, Barney came to TVs across the U.S. as Barney and Friends. And clearly, UK too. That's true. 
have to check where else I went to. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not, I'm not sure of the year, actually. I was young, young, so. Well, uh, it was 19. Well, for you, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because you... I'm younger than you are, gonna live longer, whoop. Cute. I'm gonna live forever. Please, you'll do something stupid and die stupidly. I will live forever fueled by hate and coffee. <laughs> Uh, so there were 248 original episodes of Barney. Wow. Uh, from 1992 to 2009. Wow. That's a lot. Um, some criticism for Barney. Uh, again, this is from Wikipedia. Uh, Barney's shows do not assist children in learning to deal with negative feelings and emotions. Uh, one common commentator uh, puts it, the real danger from Barney is denial, the refusal to recognize the existence of unpleasant realities. Uh, for along with his steady diet of giggles and unconditional love, Barney offers our children a one-dimensional world where everyone must be happy and everything must be resolved right away. <sighs> I mean, it was the blooming 90s, early 2000s. Like, is- I, I like kids' shows now that have a bit of substance to them, but I don't think they all have to be. Some can be just fun. This is the problem with millennials. They all think everything should be taken care of. They should have just trophies handed to them. Yeah. From the mouth of babes. Uh. (laughs) Um, So as a response um, to sort of like the, the bigger criticism of Barney, Jerry Franklin, the head of the Connecticut Public Television, um, who who produced Barney at the time, uh, was quoted as saying, um, when adults say they don't like Barney, Franklin says, in a way, we take that as a compliment. Barney is not designed for parents, whereas Sesame Street is designed for parents and children. We made a conscious decision to make Barney simple. It's not a program for parents. Barney relates to preschoolers. We think he speaks to them at their level. Which is in simple terms and with music. Yeah, that's fun. I, I don't see why people are bubble busting about this. Like it's just a nice, happy show. Like, don't see the issue. Yeah. it's just nice. I think. Um, I think uh, it's just a, a case of being kind of annoying, and that sucks because kids learn yeah. through that repetition and stuff. And they like the songs, and yeah, like I was saying, like my uncle, like can never hear it again because it just he's got PTSD from it but we we loved it it was our favorite thing in the entire world so here you go that's okay. did you learn something I did actually Hot I wasn't damn. expecting to Hot I thought damn. I knew quite a bit about Barney but I guess I didn't okay you ready for my thing yeah so I have been a bit busy this week and I haven't prepared this very well so, I'm going to talk about two things. And the two TV shows that are both in 1995. So, the first one is called The Queen's Nose. You ever heard of it? Oh. Hey, hey, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to show which, you. Which queen? Good old Liz the second. Ah. So, our the, whole, the whole story of it is that it's a magic 50 pence piece. And you rub the Queen's nose and it grants you wishes. So this would be like a, a fifty a fifty pence piece would be like a fifty cent coin for Yes. Our dumb American friends. Yeah. Fifty Idiots. pence piece and for those who don't know, British money has the Queen on the front. 
So when you say heads or tails, the head is Queen Elizabeth II. It's her head. Yep. And the tail is her butt. Sure. Yes. (laughs) The 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 tail has various fun things, and you can collect them. Like they have like they had like Olympic themed ones. You recently got one with uh, Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Yeah. 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 So sometimes they do fun things at fifty p's. But the funnest thing in the Queen's nose is that it grants you wishes. So it it's super. It was super super nineties. So you want to watch a little bit of it? Absolutely. Okay. So and there's also the photo for it, so you can see just how nineties it is. This is the most English and the most nineties thing I have probably ever seen. Perfect. The perfect choice. Okay. Is that kid balding? No. She's just got her hair in a tight ponytail. That was the fashion back then. It's a she. Yeah, her name is Harmony. So what did you think? That was an experience. Yeah, right? So we just watched the first episode of The Queen's Nose uh-huh. on YouTube. Um, you can find uh, you find it just on, on YouTube, The Queen's Nose, episode one. Yep. Um, what year was that made, did you see? 1994. So remember she said she was 12 and she was born so she says distinctly that she was born in 1982 yeah and she's 12 94 it felt like a a lot happened yeah really like so that was one of my favorite shows going growing up and it used to be on after school time you know that like couple of hours after school until like the news comes on at like yep. five. The after school rock yep. block. Yeah. Yep. There are there are probably a couple of those that I think we'll we'll end up talking about. Yeah. Um, for sure. Throughout the history of, of this this hour podcast. Um when was the last time you watched this show? Years and years ago. So let me let me tell you some facts about Spath and then I might be able to work out when the last one I watched. So it ran for seven seasons. Jeez. From 1995 so i guess it must have been filmed in 94 okay probably. maybe yeah um but so at some point so harmony stays in it for i think six seasons yeah was she like 31 yeah <laughs> but then at some point now i don't remember when this is so i'm just trying to quickly wikipedia it but at some point harmony loses possession of it so <gasps> Did you get that it's only got 10 wishes? No. So one of the clues in says you can only do 10 wishes, basically. Whoa. But they somehow... Wait, they made seven seasons out of that? Exactly. They somehow managed to stretch it. So from what I remember... Now that's storytelling. Holy cow. So it comes to... She uses the 10 wishes, and I do feel like there's some kind of big moment with Melody, her horrible sister, and she uses it unselfishly for Melody at some point, but I really don't remember. But then the cousins come out with the waterworks. No, that's not the word, is it? The The waterworks. No, what's the word? The woodworks? The woodworks. (laughs) (laughs) Shush. (laughs) They come out with the woodworks, and they get it, and then Harmony gets it back. And then it keeps going, like... So does... Do the 10 wishes reset? They reset uh, every time it changes hands. Well, I think, anyway. I'm trying very quickly to Wikipedia this. But, oh my goodness. Like, so like I said, I haven't watched it in years and years. I would say probably the last I watched of it was when the cousins came. So it was probably 
season five-ish. That late. So probably before 2000 was the last time I watched it. Like, I never rewatched it. I only watched it on TV at the time. Yeah. But it was really, really good and really dramatic storytelling and just great. But, oh, my God, watching it again. Like, the mother is absolutely awful. So, for context here, guys. So, Harmony starts her school holidays. And her mom's like, oh, why are you not in your school uniform? Because we wear school uniforms, school, you're going to be late, blah, blah, blah. It's a British show. Yeah. So, And they call each other stupid things, like stupid British insults. Oh, I don't even remember them now, but they were very British. So she's like, oh, you're going to be late for school. And then she's like, oh, no, it's the start of the school holidays. And the mother literally says, oh, I'm not mentally prepared for this and goes to bed because she doesn't want to see the child. And that's and we're to presume that's that's summer. Like, that's the whole. I know at one point in the show, she says, uh, I'm getting a migraine. (laughs) It's insane. Like. And and then so the the two sisters Harmony and Melody, which I always liked that name choice as a kid. They're two nice names. Yeah, they fight like siblings. But then at one point Harmony is like, "I wish you drown," and you're like, yeah. "What? Oh yeah. my god!" I wish you drown. I, I think the quote was, "I hope you drown in a a bucket of water or something like." <laughs> Yes. And so the way the Queen's nose comes about is that the the crazy uncle has been living in Nepal and has various like magic powers that aren't explained yet, but I, I feel like they are at some point. And Harmony's just being a whiny kid. She's like, I want a pet. I want to do this. And he's like, oh, you have so many wishes. We must do something about that. And I, I don't think it's just that she's a whiny kid. She's kind of an asshole. She is. And then, so he makes like a, a weird like nettle soup or something with caterpillars. And she's like, caterpillars with herpes. And I'm like, could we say that in the 90s? Like, should a 12-year-old know what herpes is? Oh my was God. She, was she 12? Yeah, she was 12. Okay. Because he says the clue when she finds the coin is, That's I right. share the That's same, right. I have the same year as you. So she's 12 and the coin is from 1982. Do you remember how old her sister was? I think she's supposed to be like 15, 16. So it won lots of awards. This is according to Wikipedia. It So it was broadcast on CBBC, the children's BBC, hmm. between 1995 and 98. The stories remain faithful to the book by Dick King Smith. Um, won the Best Children's Drama at the Royal Television Society Awards in 1996. And was also awarded the prize for digital cinematography in 1999. So all of those cool kaleidoscope effects must have did, <laughs> did something for it. In 2000, the BBC revived the series with new stories, but without the main character, Harmony. And with a further four series being made between 2000 and 2003. Many viewers felt the departure from the novels and lost the main character, diminished the series, blah, blah, blah. Harmony's sister Melody stayed on until the penultimate series. As of 2010, The Queen's Nose has never been repeated on CBBC, so that'll be why I've never seen it again. They've never huh. repeated it again. Interesting. Yeah. It, it was a, I mean, it was a very 90s show. Yeah, for even, sure. Like, you can even see that as an American. Like, yeah. Um, so, 
did did the BBC run four more series after the initial seven, or is it no? So, so it was three and then four more. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Harmony was only in it series one and two. The the cousin who gets the coin after Harmony, or it says alongside Harmony on Wikipedia, his name is Dino Parker or Dino, D I N O, like dinosaur. It's. I assume it's Dino. I want it to be Dino. Yeah. What What do you call the Flintstones dog? Dino. Okay, I call him Dino. Yeah, it's Dino. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. It, it's just hold on. Why do you call him that when Fred Flintstone calls him Dino? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's another one of those things that you read and don't really think about. Okay. <laughs> we, could probably, we could probably unpack that later. Yeah, maybe later then. So yeah, that's the Queen's Nose. It's pretty cool. But Interesting for sure. As as a, a kids show, like that's probably um, so for the format of the episode. Like we we don't actually see the coin, the the fifty pence piece, until the end of the episode. But don't forget, this was the very first episode. Sure, 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 sure. But even still. That first wish doesn't happen until the last, like, minute of yeah. the show. But they have to establish it and set it up. Like, it does get... But, so what I'm saying... And, and I'm not I'm not saying that they did that bad. I, mm-hmm. I, I do think there a lot of narrative went into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just by, like, today's standard. Yeah. Or even, even 90s kids standard like well look at this so for each season there were only six episodes so that's not even one wish an episode Jeez. so it must go into series two and then i think that she gets to like the ninth and there's quite a few episodes where she's just like oh i don't want to use the yeah, last wish and yeah. then she has to use it i feel like it's something super dramatic to like save melody's yeah, life it. or something yeah. wow yeah, it's wow. really intense. <laughs> so, okay, I said I was going to talk about two things, but I'd forgotten just how much there was in that to unpack, so I'll yeah. do my other thing at some yeah. other point. But it's kind of in the vein of that show. Okay. So Yeah, save it. Yeah. Write it down. Yep. Okay, so that's that's our thing. That's the show. Yeah. Um, that was kind of fun. That's all right. I guess that's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> so then our final section is that we're going to have a spin wheel to see what our topic for next week will be. So let's just find it. Cause we have various topics that we can discuss and then we'll each bring a separate thing to it. So we're just finding the wheel now. You want to say all the subjects when you get it? When it loads up? Um, okay, so... The uh, politics. Uh, so okay. So the all the. <laughs> you so want to try all, again? All of the subjects uh, we have: uh, politics, like I said. We've got um, history, nostalgia, TV, music, uh, movies, comics, comic books. Uh, I, I guess we would probably do comedy as well. Yeah. You know, think about that. Uh, food, customs. Uh, we have. Weird, mm-hmm. um, and then we have Kale's choice and Jess's choice. Um, so every every episode at the end of the episode, we'll spin spin the wheel, and the see, next the see next what strange things we'll talk about next. The next episode's topic will be uh, chosen that way.
Oh, it's... We're not doing our first episode of politics. Fucking come on. <laughs> okay, so we spun the wheel. All right, we've got a TV episode. Again, we just did a TV, though. Here's the problem. We can't argue with the wheel. <laughs> we've got to... We've got to... Let's do one more spin. Okay. We'll, agree we'll go with, with whatever, whatever it is. All right. It's comics! Huh. Interesting. So, we want to talk about an American comic versus a British comic. Or European comics. I, we'll have, uh, you'll have to make that distinction, I yeah. think. Yeah. Alright, well, I'll surprise you then yeah. with which comics I pick. I will also surprise you <laughs> with my comics. Yay! Yay. Okay, we will see you next week for our episode on comics. Um, if you want to uh, speak to us about any of this, um, if you have suggestions for topics or you want to uh, uh, teach us a little something, uh, you can find me at Toto Into on Twitter and Instagram. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. Um, you can also listen to me talk about comic books on uh, my uh, podcast with my friends uh the comics pals it's uh, a new show about the uh the trending news in um in the comic book industry um we've been described as the view of comic books who said that uh matthew murphy right who will probably be the only person uh listening to this and um uh thanks for that matt it's given us a lot of material <laughs> and you can find me on twitter at JN91, J-I-A-N-91. I don't have a podcast apart from this one. Hot damn. Uh, okay, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.